Some of the best memories of a hunting trip are made in the evening sitting around the fire. It's where some of the best stories are told, and you'll hear the biggest lies. Welcome to Campfire Chronicles. Well, welcome to the very first episode of Campfire Chronicles. Uh, you know, some of the best memories ever made out in hunting camps have been uh, doing just this. Sitting around in the evening around the campfire, watching it kind of slowly die down, and just kind of reminiscing about, uh, you know, what's been going on the last few days, uh, everything that's happened during the hunt, and all your plans uh, to come within the next few days here. And for me, uh, this week has, uh, it's been going by kind of fast, but uh, extremely enjoyable. Uh, really, today is only like my third day out here so far. Uh, Wednesday is my first day off work. And I pretty well just packed up the holiday trailer on Wednesday. Thursday, I ran to town, did some last minute errands. And then Friday morning, I got up, I don't know, around like 7, like nothing super early or anything like that and uh pretty well already had the holiday trailer hooked up so i uh had some breakfast had a cup of tea hung out with shelby there for a little bit and at 8 30 i hit the road and uh it was almost three hours of driving to get out here and pretty well i got out here set up the trailer had some lunch and then i was gonna go on a little scouting trip but uh, the scouting trip turned out to be uh, two hunts. I seen a whole pile of chickens, and I want to say I shot about six of them. And right near the end, my chicken hunt got interrupted by a black bear on the road. So I turned on all the filming equipment and all that good stuff. And I filmed a very, very quick black bear hunt. Uh, with that bear, he was like maybe 75 yards up the road and he was just sitting there staring at me while he was eating clovers and for whatever reason he was sitting there just sniffing the air trying to figure out what I was and uh yeah he gave me enough time to grab my gun get it loaded get the camera gear all set up turned on the main camera turned on the GoPro loaded the gun and then even then he just kind of stood there and stared at me for a little while but uh after a few uh, few seconds there anyways he uh he kind of got tired of me so once he started to turn a little bit and he took that first step with the shoulder out i let him have it right behind the shoulder and uh off into the trees he went and where he first went in it looked like he was going in and then hooking a little right and then taking off into the trees so i kind of went into that direction and at first I couldn't find any blood whatsoever and that's kind of normal for black bears. Their their uh, hair is so thick a lot of times it just it holds the blood and it, they just they don't leave a blood trail hardly at all. So after messing around there for probably 20 minutes and I, I couldn't find nothing I was going back and forth whatever in the direction I thought he went. I went and I grabbed the dogs and I thought they might be able to help me out and uh, I showed them where one little speck of blood was that I found and they they kind of sort of went into the trees where I thought the bear went 
And then they end up just, you know, the boys started playing. Daisy went to the road and took a pee. And then they were just kind of running around aimlessly. So we went back to the road to where I seen the bear go into the trees. And I thought, well, maybe if he didn't go right, he went a little more left and just kind of went straight into the trees. So I just kind of went into where I thought he might have went. And five yards in the ditch, he was just laying there. And then even then, I had the dog out there with me still, and I was pointing at the bear, and I was telling him, hey, you know, look at the bear, guys. Like, this is what you're you're here for, you know. Find the bear. And they didn't care. They just kept running around in circles, and Texas there, he didn't want to go near it. Rocky, he would go by it and kind of just sit there, and Daisy, she was just, Daisy just being Daisy. She didn't have any care at all about that bear. But, uh, yeah, I ended up grabbing the, the tow rope out of the truck, wrapped it around his legs there. I had to hand drag him for the first probably about 10 or 15 yards kind of a thing, and then I could reach him with the truck and then drag him out the rest of the way. And uh, it wasn't too big of a bear. He wasn't a small one either. You know, he was probably right around like that 5-foot mark kind of a thing. And uh, lately I've been looking at a lot of like bear mounts and stuff and I was contemplating skinning them out to have like a shoulder mount done on them. But uh, I, the price of that, it, it's so expensive now. Like if I'm going to do that, it's going to be a, a pretty impressive bear. And that one, yeah, he was kind of pretty and all that, but I couldn't justify spending the time and money to skin him out properly for a shoulder mount. So I ended up just laying him on his stomach there, pulled out his back strap, skinned out the rest of him. Uh, did the uh, kind of gutless quartering method. I was trying to do it and stay a little more clean this time, but uh, bare hair, it just, it goes everywhere. That stuff is just a menace to you. If uh, if you ever skinned out a bear, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The hair, it gets everywhere. You go and take a leak three days later and pull hair out between your legs kind of a thing. Like, it just, it goes everywhere. I don't know why, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of a pain. But, yeah, I got him all quartered up, uh, threw him into the truck. And then right when I was finishing up, uh, the dogs, they kept looking off on the one side of the road there and, uh, Daisy, when she sees something, she just, she pins on it. You know, she doesn't move. She just stands her ground, and she just stares in the direction that whatever it is that it is. That's there. And uh, Rocky there, he kept looking over too. And when he would look over, he would growl a little bit. He would look at me. Then he would look over and growl, kind of like he was trying to get my attention. And then uh, Texas there. He would look over and he would just whimper and whine and he'd come running to me. He'd come running, sit behind my legs and he wouldn't let me take a step back. Otherwise, I'd I'd step on him kind of a thing. But luckily for me, I already had the quarters in bags and in the truck. I was just wrapping up the tarp and my knives and all that stuff. And it was also like right as the sun was going down. So you couldn't, you couldn't see into the trees at all but uh yeah i threw all the tarps and stuff like that in the truck buttoned everything up uh what was left of the bear was the head hide and pretty well like rib cage 
and all the guts. So I just took that and I just rolled it off into the ditch. And then hopped into the truck and filmed my little outro kind of a thing for the video. And I headed down the road. And uh, I figured, you know, that was a little strange. Maybe it was a black bear or a grizzly sitting there just kind of watching us, waiting for us to leave. So the next day I went out and I shot another, I think about another six chickens. I can't quite remember. But uh, at the end of the night, I wanted to head back up there because I was kind of in the area anyways. So I hopped into the truck, drove back up the road, and where I had the bear rolled into the ditch, you can see that something just came in, grabbed that bear, drug it a couple of yards, and then it looks like it kind of just picked it up and took off with it. Because uh, in the ditch itself, it's kind of like the clover and alfalfa kind of growing up there. And then after that, it's just tall willows. And you can see drag marks from the ditch to where the willows are, and then nothing. So it either sat there and ate absolutely everything right there, or a big grizzly came in, drug it into the ditch a little bit further, picked it up, and walked off with it. So, uh, yeah, it was not exactly eye-opening. Like, I... I'm well aware of the risks and all that stuff of uh, being out in grizzly country. I mean, that's why I'm sitting here. I don't know if the camera can pick it up. We got the old 4570 sitting here beside me. The dogs were acting up a little bit earlier when I was cooking uh, chicken over the fire. Uh, plus, I got the bear in the box of my truck here now. Tomorrow morning, I'm heading into town to drop it off at the, at the butcher. But, uh, yeah... There's definitely a lot of grizzlies in this country. Uh, where I'm at, there's... Well, I ran into a couple of guys that run the trap line out here. And they're telling me where all the grizzlies are. And there's a few that are pretty well right here, right close. Uh, over in... Was it Thunder Mountain? That's within a couple kilometers. Uh, earlier this year... That's where a tree planter got mauled by a grizzly. Uh, where else was there? Oh, just up and around the corner here. Dad used to work over there. He said at kilometer four on that one road, there's a grizzly that hangs out right there. So, I mean, they're just all over the place in here. And uh, tonight after my little chicken hunt, uh, what was that about? No, one kilometer away. There was a black bear there. Two kilometers away. That was a uh, cow moose with two calves. Uh, and then just like 150 yards over my shoulder, I seen a white-tailed doe and and uh, two fawns in there. I, you know, and it's it's been a a pretty cool trip so far. Uh, lately, I haven't exactly been like hunting much. Because it's such a, a new area to me that I've been just kind of cruising all the roads and just checking everything out and looking for sign and stuff like that. And uh, so far there's quite a bit of moose uh, in certain little pockets. Uh, around here you got all these little valleys and, and everything like that. So it kind of makes sense where I've been seeing all the moose sign. And then uh, at the end of this road you can get pretty well... 100 yards from the banks of the of the river 
and there's lots of elk in there but unfortunately right now they're doing a little bit of a wireline job on the one well so uh that one spot in particular is kind of hooped until they're all done their job and yeah other than that it's been just a lot of cruising i've been shooting a pile of chickens uh dad was working out in this area for uh, a little while a year or so kind of a thing so he was kind of giving me the ins and outs of where everything is and and uh so far he wasn't bsing me uh there's lots of chickens uh oh on friday my first day out before i shot my bear i seen a bull elk uh he was only about a four maybe five point and that was kind of strange uh, he was like middle of the day like two o'clock in the afternoon i was just shooting chickens and shot a chicken came around the corner there's a bit of a straight stretch and then on the left hand side there's a wide open grass patch and uh yeah that elk he was just standing there eating on the grasses and stuff and uh it was kind of surprising to see him there but it was nice to see him anyways at least i know that there's for sure one bull elk in this area but uh yeah going forward here my plan so far uh i have a mule deer tag white tail tag elk tag and a moose tag uh, the elk in this area, they have to be six point or bigger on one side. So that's that's a bit of a feat to, to get. Uh, a six point elk is a pretty big elk. But at least in this area, it sounds like there's a lot of them. And then uh, the moose, I got a draw for that. And that doesn't start until the 16th and it goes till the 30th. Uh, but for me, I'm here from the 16th to the 26th, I believe. So that might be... Not exactly a rushed hunt, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to put some time in the saddle uh, for the moose. Uh, as for elk, I've gone out to a couple of spots and I've just been doing like some lazy man calling just to kind of locate some elk. And so far there's been no bugles or anything like that. Talked to the father-in-law today and the area that he's hunting in. Uh, he said the, the rut is just starting to pick up today where he's at and he actually just got a, a six by five elk where where he's at so uh congrats there rick on your elk and yeah other than that you know it's it's been a heck of a good trip sleeping like an absolute baby out here right now if you look up at the stars you know there's not a cloud in sight and it's just absolutely beautiful out here uh the weather's been like phenomenal you couldn't ask for better weather maybe a little bit cooler during the day today i think it got up to about 25 or 26 but uh yeah it's, it's been it's been one heck of a nice trip but uh yeah you know i kind of want to keep these nice and short and sweet and looking at the clock here i've been going almost 15 minutes and that's basically all the time i want to give this for right now, uh, maybe once his Blaine comes out here, uh, we'll do a little bit of a longer uh, podcast or whatever you want to call this. But uh, yeah, for right now, I think what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to go fire up the generator so the batteries get all nice and uh, charged up here for tonight. So the furnace runs all night. And uh, yeah, put another log on the fire, enjoy the heat, and just enjoy the peace and quiet of the bush here. And yeah. Enjoy my uh, 
couple weeks off here. But anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this first episode of the Campfire Chronicles. And, uh, yeah, uh, while I'm out here, I'll also record a couple of, like, regular old podcasts as well. And, uh, yeah, this is just going to be an every every few day thing kind of a deal. Just to kind of give you an update, tell you some BS stories, and uh, let you guys know what's, uh, what's all happening out here. And just pretty well enjoy a fire together. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed that. If you did and you're watching this on YouTube, give me a like, comment, let me know how you liked it, subscribe to the channel, and if you're listening to this on one of the many podcast platforms that you can find it, I uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Anyways, catch you on the next one.